0: Calling all detectives. Chinchillas that turn out to be rabbits. And a certified check for $75,000. Those are the exhibits on this page from my casebook. The casebook of Jerry Browning, Private Detective. If you're a private detective like me, Jerry Browning, you've always got to watch out for some new wrinkle on the old skin game. Joe Benson and his partner Al Russell threw the bundle of tightly wrapped furskins on my desk. What's the matter with you guys? This package doesn't weigh over ten pounds. Why do you both have to carry it? My two visitors got red in the face. I get it. You boys don't trust each other, right? Joe nodded, and Al swallowed hard. Then Al took a deep breath. Matter of fact, Jerry, we don't trust anybody. Not after what happened this morning. Okay, let's have the story. What happened this morning? We've been robbed, or else Joe robbed me. You mean you robbed me, Al? Now, wait a minute, you two. I'll listen to one of you at a time. Al? Al scowled at his partner. It's like this. Up to now, our partnership in a wholesale fur business has been strictly 50-50. I'm the outside man, do the buying, make the sales content, while Joe here handles the inside stuff. Runs the plant, oversees the dressing of the raw furs, keeps the books. I nodded. Go on, Al. Well, when it comes to the actual picking up the raw skins, we worked out what we thought was a foolproof routine. Joe hands me a certified check. I hand it to whoever I'm dealing with in the market and bring back the bundle of furs. Makes sense to me. What went wrong this morning? That's what we don't know. Or at least I don't know. Let me tell it first, Joe. This morning, I took the check to the great northern fur market. Wash them, wrap the pelts in that bundle. The same super heavy paper, the same way of binding, I'm positive. Then I came right back to the plan. Joe couldn't keep out of the act any longer. Here's the great northern receipt for the check $75,000 for chinchilla pelts. That's what was supposed to be in the bundle. After we saw what really was in it, we tied it up again. Now you open it. I opened it. I don't know much about furs. But I know enough to realize that what I was looking at wasn't chinchilla. It was rabbit fur. I'd just opened a bundle of trouble. When two partners in the fur business came to my office, they showed me a bundle of rabbit skins that had been switched for costly chinchilla pelts. I handed back the bundle to both men. Here, take it back to your office and both of you stay there. got in my car and drove down to Walnut Street. The great northern fur market was a busy place. I was ushered in finally to a dim cubby hole where I met Louis D. Doe, the company manager. What you tell me, Mr. Browning, is a terrible thing. What I can tell you is nothing. All right he was. All he did was confirm Al Russell's story. After D. Doe got the check, Al picked up the bundle of furs and walked out with it. Mr. D. would you answer a couple of questions? But certainly. Okay, question one. For those chinchilla pelts insured? For the great northern protection, yes. We carry what is called a flotter policy on all merchandise. Automatically, as the merchandise is given over to the customer, that protection ceases. Question two. Are Benson and Russell good customers? Of the best, the very best. From the Great Northern Company, I drove straight to the boys' office and plant. I found them sitting in the big reception room, both of them alternately staring glumly at the ceiling, then glaring at each other. The bundle of rabbit fur was on the table between them. All right, fellas, let's get to work. I want you to show me exactly what took place from the minute Al brought the bundle back from Great Northern. Both men stood up. Al picked up the bundle, walked into the corridor. I come in here like this. Joe was standing next to the table. I put the bundle down, gave him the receipt, and then I went into my office, made a couple of calls, was out of here maybe 10, 15 minutes. Joe started in to tell his version of what had happened, but I stopped him. Save it, Joe. I pointed an accusing finger at Al, then at Joe. From what you two characters haven't told me, I realize that neither of you suspects anyone else. Your employees, for instance, that right? They nodded in unison. Now I'll tell you something else. Both of you had equal opportunity to make the switch. Both of you could have stashed old wrappings from Great Northern, the wire on the crummy pelts. Al, you could have swapped the packages any place from the market to here, and you, Joe, could have done it while Al was out of the room telephoning. One of you's lying. Are you sure you want me to find out which one? They nodded, and suddenly the air in that room got awfully tight. Okay, boys, you ask for it. Ever hear of word association tests? No, neither one had. I explained it to them. I give you a word and you answer it with another word. The first one that pops into your mind. Sometimes a liar pauses too long before answering. Or else he answers with a word that points to his guilt. Whenever you're ready to take the test, gentlemen, I'm ready to give it to you. I worked on Al first. Partner. Red. Furs. Stolen. Hidden. Here. Guilty. Joe. I walked into Joe's office. Repeated the business. Partner. Skunk. Furs. Switched. Hidden. Here. Guilty. Al. Fine thing. My word association tests were strictly a flopper rule. Told nothing but the partner's suspicions of each other. And then the truth hit me. They'd both agreed the furs were hidden here. Because what each had done was pull a double cross. I brought Joe back to Al's office and led off with a shot that was strictly in the dark. Al. When did you start suspecting there was something wrong with Joe's books? Huh? So, uh, about a month ago, we've been doing more business than we ever did, but his books show a loss. So you figured you'd outsmart him, switch the fur bundles, and quietly pocket the proceeds. Now you, Joe, when did you start worrying about Al's honesty? Why, I guess last month when some invoices didn't jive with his cross sheets. So you pulled a switch on his bundle. Yeah, they both broke down and admitted it. But then the question was, where are the real chinchilla face? I took them from where you hid them, Al. But well, I took the same ones you hit, Joe. Wait a minute, you double triple crosses! You've each got a bundle of furs hidden. Bring them out and we'll find out who has the real chinchillas. Maybe you guessed it. Each of them had a hidden bundle and each bundle was rabbit fur. We had three bundles of rabbit and go right back where we started until... Hello, this is the door at Great Northern. I have good news. When Al came here for the bundle of chinchillas... He picked up the wrong package, and the chinchilla skins are here, waiting for you. And don't mention it. And that was that. Switching and double-switching, and all the time the real furs were at Great Northern. But the boys learned a lesson, and they've never had any trouble since. Like I said, when two guys want to skin each other, all they ever get is a raw deal.